You've been searching for a podcast that can motivate you, inspire you, and teach you about business and life all at the same time. Well, we've got you covered. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Whether you're seeking to unlock the secrets of real estate success or seeking guidance in the world of marketing and coaching, you're in the right place, helping to educate and motivate you through real-life experiences with work and life. We'll uncover stories like how a family's homeowning dream turned into their living truth or how a struggling rookie transformed into a top realtor. You'll find there's always a way forward, pushing the boundaries of what's possible. This is Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. And now your host, Matt Sochi. All right, welcome to Beyond the Blueprint. Thank you for tuning in and listening. This is a very exciting episode, which is part of a four-part series. And I thought about doing a series to keep this intriguing Um, So we're going to do this for the next 30 days, and um, I think it's going to be really exciting. So really, part one of this is going to be called Embracing Change, Unlocking the Power of Adaptability. So when we talk about that and unpacking the power of adaptability, it's about two different things, okay? So when I look at that, I look at what is a fixed versus a growth mindset concept, okay? So as our... Days are growing and technology is evolving. And I run into this a lot in my business is adapting to the changes of technology and in the world. So I want to talk a little bit about this and how it could help you elevate your business or your personal life. And I have a really interesting story that you're all probably going to be able to relate to unless you're super young. So I want to start off with the definitions and examples. So fixed mindset. The definition of that is individuals with a fixed mindset believe that their abilities, intelligence, talents are fixed traits. They have a certain amount and that's that. They believe their goal is to look smart all the time and never appear dumb. So let me give you an example. If a person with a fixed mindset fails a math test, they might say or some, say something like, um, I'm just not good at math. They see that the outcome is a reflection of their intel- inherent intelligence, believing it's something that they can't change, right? This mindset might prevent them from putting in the extra effort, seeking help, or trying new strategies for improvement because they think, what's the point? I'll never be good at it anyway, right? So that's a fixed mindset. Somebody who is just like, well, it's not for me, or maybe it doesn't apply to me, or maybe I'll never be good at it, so it is what it is. Then we have the growth mindset, right? And I think a lot of us can adapt to this mindset of it. So in the same example, if a person um, that has basically a growth mindset, well, let's talk about the definition first. So the definition, in contrast, individuals with a growth mindset believe that their abilities and intelligence can be developed with time, effort, and dedication, They love learning, and a challenge is just another opportunity for them to improve their skills. So I think a lot of us can relate to that is that we all want to grow, right? And the only way to grow is to be able to have that mindset that, hey, listen, if I'm not good at it now, I'm going to have to find a way to get good at it later. And that's going to take opportunity, and that's going to take failure, but it's also going to take seeking out help in order to learn and grow from that experience. So in the same example, 
All right, so faced with the same math test, a person with a growth mindset would react differently. They might say or think, I didn't do well this time, but I'll study, study harder. Ask for help and try new learning strategies for the next test. They understand that they're not in a fixed state and, inc- and can improve on their effort. Um, going back to a story is when I, um, you know, was becoming a mortgage loan originator. Um, you know, I was definitely in a growth mindset. I didn't know anything about the industry. I bought houses before, but I never really paid attention. I was just like, yep, I'll sign here. Yep, here's the money and give me my keys. Okay. And when I was preparing and studying for the test, I did it for about 30 days, took my 20 hours. And I talked about this in the first episode. Um, I was really nervous going into the testing center. First of all, it was like TSA pre-check. You got to get a locker, put all your stuff in there, empty your pockets. You get a, a wand around you to make sure you have no secret answers on your sleeves or anything like that, which is quite frankly ridiculous. But anyways, um, you know, I did not pass the test. I could easily just with a fixed mindset be like, all right, it's not for me. I'm just going to continue to work for corporate America. I hate life. Um, not going anywhere. Yada, yada, yada. But I had to take that different approach to it with the growth mindset and really put together a plan. And that is a plan to learn and tie things together. So that way, when I did take the test again, I could pass. Okay. And the message here is that if you have a fixed mindset, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it may prevent you from going further, whether that's your career, um, if that's in your personal life, um, or different things that, you know, may interest you. So I think those two concepts and topics are really, really important because you got to be adaptable to the changes that are coming every single day. Every single day, there's different changes. And here's a really cool example. And I was reading an article and lots of memories popped up in my head. So I'm going to talk about a story real quick. So when we look at if, if you're, you know, born in the 70s and 80s, you could probably relate to this. If you're born in the 90s or the thousands, you probably have no clue what Blockbuster is. Okay. I think there's one store left in Alaska. <laughs> Go figure. And I remember as a child growing up, Fridays were the greatest night of the week, right? So we had TGIF, which is great. All the great show, Boy Meets World, um, all those great shows that were on, uh, Full House, etc. But it was really, really an exciting day because if we did all of our chores for the week, mom would bring us to Blockbuster. And it was either pick out a movie or at the time a video game. Um, that we could play for the weekend because usually if it was a brand new movie, I think you had like one or two night rentals max. And then if it was a video game, maybe a couple more days. But, you know, Blockbuster was a huge thing. It was a huge American event um, and, and store that was huge. And everybody could relate to it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Netflix, okay, and how they come together in this. So, um, you know, then as Blockbuster was going, it was great. The popcorn was phenomenal, um, if anybody remembers, and the snacks. But Netflix came around, all right? And everybody knows Netflix. It's a $125 billion company today. 
But when Netflix came out, I remember signing up for Netflix and you pick your DVDs, whatever plan you were on, you were able to get a certain amount of DVDs and they would mail it to you. All right. Which now, if you think about that, you know, how many people actually use the mail system? Not many, but imagine getting your DVD in the mail and then being like, okay, let me go pop it in and hopefully I don't lose it because if you didn't return the DVD or if it was scratched, you would get charged for it. But this was a big game changer, right? So a company had a great idea and Blockbuster being complacent because at the end of the day is Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix. And they said, oh, no way, it's not going to work, et cetera. So Netflix came out with this thing where they're mailing the DVDs out and consumers were signing up for a, um, a service or a subscription. So think about that. And then that turned into with the evolution of the internet and which became Fire Sticks, Roku, Smart TVs. And they came up with a streaming service, which I could probably attest that every single person that's listening or watching this podcast subscribes to. And the biggest takeaway here is you can't be complacent. Blockbuster was super complacent in their ways and their business model that as time changed and technology changed and evolution of life has changed, they failed. So it, it's no longer really a company. It's probably a franchise that's sitting out there and it's probably more of a tourist uh, attraction than anything else. But the key takeaway here is dangers of complacency are way you know, more deeper in failure than adapting to changes and having great ideas. Um, if you haven't, by the way, if you can, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. Um, I know that we've had some action um, over the last couple of weeks, but that's really important. So make sure you just take a second and do that. I really appreciate it. Um, so going back into the adaptability, right? So if you could relate this to um, in today's world. So there are times when I talk to different realtors. Obviously, I'm a mortgage broker and um, I help run a company and a lot of them are like, well, how do you get business? And, you know, I see you on social media and how do you do that? Well, last episode, I talked about taking the first steps, right? So doing something for the first time. Well, if you have a fixed mindset and your mindset is, well, I've been doing this for 30 years and this is how I do it, but then you're not busy, then that is not going to allow you to adapt and grow. Where if you have a growth mindset, you are going to have to ultimately learn what works today and not what worked 20 years ago, okay? Um, you know, 20 years ago, you would have to go to a real estate office and probably flip through a book because there was an internet um, to look at listings. Well, now that's not a thing. You don't have to go to an office to do that. You can do it right from your cell phone. So with that being said is that you have to have an open mindset and know that, hey, you are probably going to fail at things that you're going to do. But failing is the only way that you're going to learn how to do it better. And um, I remember when I first started in this industry, I had to switch up gears. Like my Facebook was all over the place and probably not all of it super relative or friendly, HR friendly, we'll call it, to what I do today. So, I mean, I had to take a different approach of things. And I still remember 
thinking to myself like, okay, how can I start growing a brand, right? And so for you guys out there that are maybe business owners and maybe not really good or don't understand how to use technology, it's just, it's such a huge and powerful thing where you don't have to do much. Like I have never been at a coffee meeting, right? meeting a realtor or meeting a team because there's really no need to. I mean, we have so much technology these days that it's not necessarily something that you have to do. We could do a Zoom call. We could do a FaceTime call. Um, you know, we could do videos. We could, there, there's so many different things that you could do in business to grow it. And it's about having the right mindset of how to do that and learning as you go. And there's a lot of things I have learned. I remember my first video, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to throw something out there and hope it sticks. Well, guess what? Yogurt doesn't stick on ceiling fans, people. It just doesn't. And it takes time and there's different algorithms and hashtags and different things that you can do. But that's the power of being part of the cool technology world that we're in that you can learn from other people. And that's how I learned. That's how I learned. And... Um, Tying it back to the Blockbuster versus Netflix um, scenario is that, you know, Netflix had a great idea and they took it to the next level and it's a very, very successful company. Okay. And I know a lot of people out there that are listening to this or watching um, from home or on their phone is that um, you may have a great idea and I keep talking about this, but if you don't collaborate with others and put it down to uh, fruition, then it's never going to become anything. And I really want the message out there today to be is that if you're in a fixed mindset, you got to stop being in a fixed mindset and you have to go into a growth mindset. You have to go into a growth mindset. Let's say that one more time. If you are stuck in your old ways and you're not seeing the results, it's actually the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and getting the same results. You have to change gears. You have to change gears. And by changing gears, you're going to find a way and you're going to have that aha moment and be like, hey, you know, if you're listening to this, you might say, hey, I was listening to Beyond the Blueprint um, with Matt. And, you know, instead of it doing something this way, I changed it to this way and I started seeing some, you know, insights and action on it. And now I'm actually starting to get business from it. Um, so I think that's really a important golden nugget is that. You know, you got to really emphasize the importance of adaptability in business and personal life. You really have to adapt to it. Um, you know, when I look at the industry right now, so if you are a realtor or a mortgage um, loan originator or a buyer out there, obviously with what's going on in the United States, um, with the economy and inflation, Rates are the highest they've been since early 2000s, late 90s. So, yes, that is something that has an impact on me and everybody in the industry, including realtors and buyers, because right now, through a study, that if you are a consumer trying to buy a home, let's just say $400,000, the, media, the income that's going to be needed with the rates being what they are today, which is anywhere from sevens to eights, is that you're going to have to bring in about hundred dollars to $120,000, depending on your debt, to be able to afford that home. Well, if you take that back two years ago, 
you only had to make 50 or 60,000. And now that same payment is $1,000 more than it was two years ago. Okay, so in two years, a huge, huge, huge difference in what it takes to buy a home. Well, I could sit back and just eh, let the market do its thing and hope uh, Powell, you know, says, hey, we're going to cut the Fed interest rates. Even those those rates don't impact the mortgage rates, but they kind of go hand in hand. Or I could try to find ways to help the situation. And some of these ways that we could help the situation is that we have lots of different programs. And I do post a lot about them. So we have things like temporary rate buy downs. We have seller credits to get discount points to get a, a permanent buy down. And if we can make the deal work, at the end of the day is we always have the opportunity to refinance just like everybody did during COVID to be able to take advantage of the lower rates and lower payments when that time comes. But you know, the housing market's becoming way less affordable than what it was, but in all reality, it's more than likely cheaper than renting. But that's an example of taking a growth mindset versus a, you know, a fixed mindset is that, you know, for those that are sitting back and just waiting for, you know, unicorns and, uh, you know, rainbows coming out of the sky, it's not going to happen. You know, you have to adapt to the changes and figure out different ways to make that work. And um, I want to leave this this with you today. So if you're struggling with something or maybe at a standstill or a plateau with what you're doing, um, and it could be anything, you know, reach out. I want to hear, you know, what you're struggling with or if you have success in this market um, or in the world that we're in today. I want to hear about that as well. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the next episode. So Episode number two is going to be called Resilience, Bouncing Back from Life's Inevitable Setbacks. Okay, so again, episode two is going to be really exciting. And I think that topic is going to be powerful, and I'm going to have a guest. I'm going to have Glenn Minette, the CEO of Premier Mortgage Consultants, because Glenn has a really interesting story. Um, Got into the mortgage industry in the early 2000s. Obviously, we had that crash where mortgages weren't a thing for a period of time and how he built up Premier Mortgage. And I also want to talk about Goosehead, which was an insurance company that was new to Florida back, um, you know, five, five years ago or so. And talk about, you know, things that he would have done differently because that company didn't work out. So um, I think he has a really good story and I think you guys are going to love it. But as we wrap up today's journey of understanding the power of adaptability, I want you to take a moment to think about setbacks you've faced in your life. And next time, we're going to dive deep into a topic that often defines the course of the personal and professional journeys of resilience. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to bounce back from failures and setbacks stronger than ever? How do they turn their challenges into stepping stones? What's their secret to not just surviving, but thriving in the face of adversity? That's what we're going to talk about in the next episode of Beyond the Blueprint. We're going to talk about how successful people have failed and fallen backwards and they have gotten up and been stronger than ever before so this is a really exciting one i'm really excited about this one glenn's gonna be our first guest on beyond the blueprint um i hope you guys have some value behind this and can have a great mindset moving forward of growth um and do me a favor please if you can just hit the like button if you are watching on YouTube and make sure you subscribe so you'll get notifications. 
Um, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you follow. If you can, please leave me an honest review. Um, those definitely help. I actually want to do some giveaways. So if you leave me a, a review, send me a screenshot, Matt, at pmcnow.com. I would like to send you a Yeti cup um, just for thanks. It doesn't have to be five stars, just an honest review. And uh, I'd really appreciate it. Guys, I look forward to talking to you on part two. This is Matt would be on the blueprint. You've been listening to Beyond the Blueprint with Matt. Matt's passion is to talk about breaking the mold and exploring the uncharted territories of mortgages, real estate, faith, marketing, coaching, and so much more. Helping to show you there's always a way forward. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook and on all the major podcast channels at Beyond the Blueprint. See you next time.